This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Does picking an outfit have you running a little too fashionably late? We get it. Great taste takes time. That's why Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery, has your back with the largest selection of beer, wine, and spirits delivered in under 60 minutes. Convenience never goes out of style. So if you need to spend some extra time in the mirror instead of at the store, download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. It is in progress because we're progressive. We are progressive. This is I'm going to let you finish with Courtney and Amy. Hello. You know what this show is, Pantheon Podcast Network. I'm going to start this show off on a serious note, and then we're going to get into it. You know, as a 54-year-old man who's been a Democrat my whole life, I feel like Joe Biden and this administration right, administration right now, when I see what is happening with the Haitians at that border, we know all that these people are escaping, all that they've been through in their country. I mean, not even just in the last year, but for years. And the lack of compassion that I'm seeing and how quickly planes were here to take people who some of them have been gone for two years back. Black people put this administration in office And if you do not want to be a one-term president, you better fix this situation at this border and treat people with some humanity and understand people don't leave their homes because they want to. People usually leave their homes because they're desperate and they have to. And this whole idea of America not having enough space when there are so many wide swaths of America that aren't even, that are not used. And all of these jobs that, entry-level positions that no Americans seem to want to take, well, there could be people to take them. I don't want to see people who look like me like being whipped like slaves with men on horses ever again in my lifetime. And if you don't want to be a one-term president, you better make sure that never happens again. And on that note, welcome to the show. I'd like to come into talking about Sarah Dash. Now, you and I talk about LaBelle a lot because you, a lot because you know I'm obsessed with LaBelle. I I love LaBelle. I love the group LaBelle. They don't have groups like this anymore, right? Where you have three distinctive voices who can really sing. There's always like the real Listen, I'm not let, let me not disrespect groups. They always have voices who can sing, right? But there's always that one who's the dominant voice and then the other two who you know can kind of carry a note. Each of these ladies Nona Hendrix, Sarah Dash, Patti LaBelle could sing. And the stuff they were singing about, you know, in the 70s was like these Black women singing about sexuality, sex, and and political stuff. It was just 
that was kind of unheard of at that time for, for Black groups. And Sarah Dash was the soprano of that group. She's really undersung of that group because, you know, I think out of everybody, her catalog is probably the least known, right? But she was amazing and she passed away unexpectedly yesterday. And it really kind of hit me. You know, I'm not one of those people who gets crazy when 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 famous people die. It's like I didn't know them. But I, you know, I love LaBelle. And I really, it just, it just seems like, wow, the legends are leaving. Patty just said that LaBelle were back together and gonna go on the road. And then, you know, for Sarah to pass away, it really is the end of an era because those three ladies cannot be repeated and it can't happen without all three of them. And I, you know, I really want her to get her flowers. Like her bigger hit, her biggest hit was a disco song called Sinner Man, a Tom Moulton production. But I honestly think her 1980 album, Ooh La La, is the one that really gives you just great vocal and amazingness. And, you know, she's going to be missed. Yep. She will be. They were a great group, um, really great group. So it's very sad, and very unexpected. Mm-hmm. All right, should we? Uh, Let's make get the, to it. Yes, make yes, the yes. mood a little lighter. Absolutely. Uh, what do you want to talk? <laughs> you want to start with the Emmys? Which is- oh my god! So here's the thing. <laughs> I have started. I don't know about you. It's like my patience has. I used to love an award show. I used to love all that shit. But the Hollywoodism, and maybe we've been beat down with celebrities so much, like watching the speeches and people on the Emmys, I really couldn't stay with it too long. I was like, man, this is turned. Everything is so fake and so weird. I thought the speeches were great. Not all of them. Some of yeah, them. Yeah, but they never are all great. I right. Mean- I know. But some of them were just, you know, it started, it just felt Hollywood weird. And I'm getting a little over that. Really? Yeah, I mean, I don't come into award shows expecting it, it. You know, I mean, it is Hollywood. You know, I mean, these are professional. I thought, you know, I went in and out of it. Um, I, I thought Seth Rogen's comments pretty much summed up the night, which was like, why are we in this room? You said we were going to be outside. There were too many people in here. And, and thought, the funny thing is, you know that he was like, ha, 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 joke. But he no, he was shit. not. Ha, ha, I was ha, like, joke. he meant that shit. No, he meant it. No, he very much meant it. Um, and, you know, they tried, they didn't have it last year, so they tried to make it a little looser. They put liquor at the they table. Did have, they had it last year, but just not, it was a weird, that weird thing. Yeah, they were right, they the made it in right. person and stuff. Right. I mean, I I thought that, you know, the the speeches were fine. I thought that the cast of Shit's Creek were hilarious. They always, I mean, any chance to see Cat, you know, um, uh, oh my God, Catherine O'Hara and Eugene Levy is, <laughs> is a chance that everyone should seize. I, you know, Debbie Allen. I Allen's- still watch Best in Show. I oh, yeah. Oh, it's watch- great. It's a great thing. They're, they are hilarious. Yeah. Best in Show. So I thought that, you know, Michaela Cole's speech was actually, was obviously she was good. My fa- she was actually my favorite. Um, I thought the, the cast of The Crown speeches were good. Um, I, you know, I don't, I've never seen Ted Lasso, so I'm sure I, I, I you know his speech. I thought you know it's Holly. I mean, it is Hollywood weird. So I mean, it's diversion. It's 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 to shine a light on on a, a on the industry. It went relatively smoothly. No animals were harmed. You know, animals were harmed in the making of mm-hmm. this production. Conan, I thought, was hilarious. 
I mean, Conan was Conan was the whole show from what I seen interrupting Conan all the time. The dude, I hate that I feel like because he moved to cable, he doesn't get as much of his due as he's. Well, he doesn't get as much due because he got know? screwed by Jay um, Leno. He got fucked by Jay Leno. He man. got fucked by that Jay Leno. That was so, <laughs> and Jay Leno justified that bullshit, and it right. was like. But I, I mean, all in all, I mean, other than that, I mean, there's been some, uh, you know, I, I have not seen Ted Lasso, Lasso, so I cannot speak to the show, but I do I haven't know seen people, it, but my friends love it. Love it. I know they, they love, love it. it. They love um, it. I, I'm sorry, and I don't want to get up, and I understand the Emmy's so <laughs> white, go. but uh-huh. I can't understand the, I understand Emmy's so white, but I'm sorry, The Crown is a, is a great show. Well, and you cannot. What I was going to say about that is, it's like, you can't. The argument doesn't keep being that when you just expect everybody to win. So the the other people in the category, like they didn't win either. And the thing is, there have been years where there's been a lot of black actors win and then people still aren't happy. Like, why does she win? Listen, it's like the Emmy thing. It's like the Grammy thing. They changed a lot of those committees. There are younger people. There are a lot of people on those committees. Now you can't get mad if you still are not getting the nomination if you don't win. And... Black people are not some monolithic group. I think that people think that just because Black people are voting, they are absolutely just voting for other Black people. I think there are some people who do. I think some people look and say, my favorite performance was Olivia Coleman. Well, no, she's, I mean, that's- You know what I mean? And it's hard to argue with that. It's like, Olivia fucking Coleman. Yeah, the only, like I said- Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet acts circles around people. Yeah, no, the only, the only- of the shows I've seen where I would go, really, I don't think he was the best, but I didn't see all the other people was Ewan McGregor. And I love Ewan McGregor, but that playing yeah, Halston, yeah, that, that was yeah. just like, you that know, was a, that was listen, just like. I always want black people to win, but I feel like we need to pick. I think everything can't be the same battle. Black people didn't win. So now it's, it's a problem. This It's like, guys, if we keep watering down this issue, and making everything this racist issue over fucking dumb shit like awards, you fucking you you take the the gravitas off of a very real situation. Nobody gives a fuck. Some people win, some people lost. All right, That's yeah, but what I was, is. but like I said, I was happy overall with it, and you know, life goes on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Life yeah. goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, so you want to talk about the uh, album that they have been? I you know the the Montero. Do you want to talk about that? <sighs> Okay, let me just say this. One, I love that he dropped a video for every song on the album. You know, I was, I always appreciate the kids. The kids love to give you a little bonus. And I, it's better than I thought it would be. Well, it I, really think we, is. I think we can stop. I, I think this whole idea that he's a rap artist is bullshit. He's well, I don't think, pop- I think of him as a pop. Even though he's kind of rapping, I think of all these new guys, some of them like that. I'm like, you're you're a pop artist because your 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 shit is not it's black radio is not and and rap radio is not where your music. Well, is he's also I mean, but here's is, the thing: be a pop artist. That's where the money's at. So yeah, go there well, and do it. I You'll mean, have yeah. a big international career and work for a long time. And I'm glad that this project is great. But I told you what I said before: you gave us all of this. There's condoms, which I can tell you got money from condoms. You got the little gay sex. All of that's great. What are you going to give me an album to? Because you can't still just well, be like, I'm did. gay, I'm gay, I'm gay. Well, he this. just did. So I No, I mean, this is his first album. Yes, I, fir- no, I know. I, no, and I just said, I when want you to perform, know yeah, yeah. what you're going to give me an album to. 
because you the shock and awe of boys grinding that has happened. This is uh, I, I enjoy this project. I'm really looking to see what is it going to be beyond this. And can you do a really uh, can you do a tour? Can you do a live show where you're giving me right now? That's what is he, is he, I wouldn't give him a two hour show yet. Right. An hour and 10 minute show. Can you put that together? And can it be can you vocally deliver it? I want to see that. Um, so I listened to the record. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I, I do not like the tone of his voice when he sings. I find it very, this whiny, I, I just don't like it. That's my- Well, he can't uh, sing. Right, right. So let me, right. So- <laughs> That's what it is. No. It's like he's I, sing-talking, but he can't sing. <laughs> right. So, but what I thought was really, it, first off, he has clearly been listening to a lot of Outkast and Andre 3000. It is very clear that that's a base, especially on that's what I want. Um, I, I that you hear hey ya uh, all over that. The mm-hmm. the influence I got on this, and I couldn't really hear all the lyrics from what I've read. It's a very kind of personal confessional yes, record, which is yes, great. Yeah. Well, the influence I keep hearing is '90s pop punk stuff. I'm hearing Blink 182 and Fallout Boy and all that stuff because it's that very it's not really alt rock. It's not really punk. It's not really pop because that's where he seems to come most alive when the guitar, the production on this record yeah, is it's, fantastic. It's, it's, you fantastic. can hear the money. You hear. Yeah. Oh, no, you, you hear, hear the, the money. money. And then you yeah. can hear but, the but money. But you know what? Yeah. But that makes sense. And you saying that makes sense, right? Because it's not our generation where the 80s guys were going back and they were digging into those 60s and 70s records. Right. These young kids are digging into the shit that was. My my growing up records, the 80s, the 90s, the early aughts. So, yeah, right. all of what you said would be the stuff to them. That's older, old. That's classic rock. Yeah, right. Exactly. Some, for, some 41, classic rock. They're um, like, remember I, Limp Biscuit? Yeah. Oh, God, no, he doesn't go that way. No, he's, he, but it's very much. It's very much a white kid sound in a lot of uh, ways. Well, it's a pop. No, record. it's a pop record. Um, the the track with Doja Cat, he's very much like Doja Cat in that he's amorphous. He's like whatever you need him to be, he's going to be. It's the pop I don't, moment, right? I don't know what Elton John is doing on the record other than playing <laughs> playing piano. Random, I didn't, I kept right, waiting yeah, for the vocal, know. and right. I'm like, okay, I don't hear that. You know, it's it's. Look, am I going to listen to it again? Probably not. But it is much better, as you said, than I thought it was going to be. Me too. Yeah. Much better than I thought it was Much be. better. I was like, oh. And, and, I and think, listen, I'm glad when I'm pleasantly surprised no. when young people and like I think, better than I thought I think be. he firmly takes himself out of the gimmick territory with this. Yeah. But I, I don't, you know, the fact that he is singing in choppy sentences does not make him a rapper. So I think let's focus on the pop stuff. He's a pop artist. He's the perfect pop artist for this moment. And let's see what happens, you know, absolutely. So yeah, (laughs) pleasantly, I didn't dread listening to it. I think it'll sell a gazillion copies well, they don't um, sell anymore. Stream, it'll stream a gazillion, a gazillion it'll copies. Stream a gazillion yeah. copies. But yeah, it's much better than I thought it was going to be. Me too. And- Listen, 
I was surprised. I was like, yeah. oh, I don't okay. hate this. <laughs> yeah, I don't hate this. That's is that that's faint praise. Oh, oh, I don't hate this. <laughs> 20, wait, 20, <laughs> listening to music in 2021, almost 2022. I don't, I don't hate, hate this. this. Don't hate this. Right. <laughs> it's like, but that's my motto. <laughs> because the ball, the bar has been set so fucking low that it's hard to get excited for some shit. It's like all of a sudden it comes and you're like, oh, that's it. Okay. Well, I mean, in the defense, he set himself up. He knew. I mean, there is no way in hell after all the shenanigans <laughs> and all of this and a number one record breaking <laughs> ubiquitous single. They must have kept this child locked in the studio for <laughs> years and said, you are not leaving here until every single song. They come on. I mean, that would this would have been the biggest disaster known to mankind if he had come out of this thing with a shit record. So Ooh. I so, Girl, yeah, listen, I mean, that would, that would have been some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I love said, it for the for the little black queens and the queer people. Yeah. I love yeah, that. No. I love that he is having this moment, no, and I love that he it. delivered. And I like that he gave you visuals. All of that's great. Yeah, I don't care about the visuals. Um, <laughs> well, listen, we shouldn't. We're grown folks. It's not. No, it's got right. nothing to do with yeah, got, you. Yeah, always, nothing you always put in terms of it's grown folks. I don't care about his visuals. How's that? But that's what I, I'm saying. His visuals aren't even really for us. I'm like, it is really, I look at his visuals and it really is specific to me, to a to a younger yeah. set who that's all going to be down. It's like, I think for us, we can listen to the music and appreciate it, but yeah. we don't need to sit and watch a little Nas X video album. You know no, what I mean? No, not it's at like, all. We don't. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. I don't need the idea of video yeah. album is, a, is an oxymoron anyway, but we'll go. That's you a know whole other thing. You know who, had, who has the undersung video album that was the one of the first, I believe, the first video album that that always gets overlooked because everybody always thinks, you know, that Beyonce did the first video album. But no, Eurythmics had a video oh, yeah. album for Savage. Right. Where Sophie Mueller, which was the first work of her very illustrious, her. her work is amazing. Her first video work is Savage, right? doing all of the videos for the Savage. And if you guys haven't seen it, that's, that's the album where, you know, the international folks know that album. The American kids, unless you're a music geek, like that's the one that had Beethoven, I Need a Man, You right. Place a Chill on My Heart, I've Got to Love It Back. And it's just amazing when she's the mad housewife. But anyway, yeah, 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 I digress. Okay. What do you want? I want to say congratulations to both Manic Street Preachers and Steps. Manic who have Preachers? Who have the number one in two albums in the UK this week after a fight where t almost 20 something year over 20 years ago the same week they were fighting for the number one position on the chart and i believe it's like 23 years later they both put out new albums the same week again and both have the number one and two position i'm especially happy for steps because i'm a big steps fan and they were kind of this corny group that came around with a techno line dancing song in the year 2000 Nobody thought they would last. They were a Pete Waterman group and they had a lot of hits. They broke up, came back together, still the original set. And they've been since 2017. This is their third album since 2017. They are a straight up pop group, but making adult pop is really hard, especially when people try to follow trends and do all of that. And Steps have stayed themselves. And this is like what the future holds part two is a great 
a just great pop album. I think it's great. It's a hard, like, listen, Kylie did it with disco. You see, like, I feel like when Madonna struggled trying to make all these other records instead of doing what she does best, when you're a pop artist, you know, you get aged out of that shit. You and I have talked about it all at a time. But if you are a true pop group and you have success and you still have that fan base, they are going back out on tour. They tour arenas. To make a smart, great record as adults and not basically be trying to sound young and trying to sound like kids, try to sound like yourselves at, a, at an age-appropriate age on record at pop, not trying to chase radio or anything. They made a great record, and number two is fabulous, and I'm really happy for them. I'm I thought Manic happy. Street. I thought Manic Street. Weren't they the group where the lead singers disappeared or died? No, I'm being serious. Like Maybe. I didn't think they existed. He no, died. Oh, he I, walked off and died. Isn't that man? He walked off and was so. never heard from again. Which no, Manic not, Street. Not this, one. this is a new record they've reported. No, it doesn't matter if it's yeah. new. I mean, I'm saying it's the same, was, but I believe it's the same group. I'm sure. Maybe I don't know. I don't. There know was some story. British group of that. Era. I'm mm. going to Google it right now. Mm-hmm. Who disappeared? The guy was never like died. It was mur- well. Anyway, uh, you continue <laughs> on. You can talk about Diana Ross because I don't. She doesn't mean anything to me. And then oh. I'll Google this. Nothing. Sorry. Um, I don't care. I'm sorry. Wait a minute. No, no. I'm googling this. How dare you, Diana Ross is a legend. I don't care if she's a legend. Oh my god. I mean, she's. I like. I mean, I like her hands. I'm not gonna. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Do you understand that you will have a black gay mafia? Yeah. No. That's why I. I don't give a. I don't give a fuck. I can anyway. outrun. I can outrun a bunch of gay men. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> no. I yeah. like Diana Ross. I don't live for her, but I do like her. I well, like obviously the Chic album. Well, she has she has, <laughs> she has two new songs out from her forthcoming album. Thank you. The first one's called Thank You, and the second one is like I what, hold on. I have it right here. Something about people and dancing. <laughs> See now you gotta be here's the Something thing. I don't I don't already here's the thing. I love Diana Ross. I do not really like these new songs. Okay, but I'm going to always give Diana Ross props because she's not had an album in, in like 17. If the world just danced, it's called and that's it's an up tempo. Listen, I love Diana Ross. I love that she's putting out a this is her first new album i believe in like 17 years some crazy amount of time wow. so i'm i'm absolutely going to support the record you know it was another group wrong. obviously i'm sorry yeah. it was obviously another group there's some other yeah. british group where somebody like was killed or disappeared or something like that so mm-hmm. yeah so anyway she got two new songs i don't love them but I, it's like it's how i feel about the abba songs right it's like i'm so happy you're still making music i'm going to support it is it my favorite? No, but I'm absolutely going to spin it, support it, and 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 you know, give Diana some props. See here, that's an interesting thing you say. I, I honestly, I if they're putting out mediocre music, then don't put out. I'd rather. I mean, then don't bother. Don't bother. You're Abba for Christ's sakes. You're Diana Ross. You know good music when you hear it. So I would rather they quit while they're ahead. Like Me- so. I, I mean, it's I like, get that too. It's a hard yeah, thing, right? I mean, I we love what we love about Pet Shop Boys is they're consistently putting out great stuff. If their next record is like, and then we have to go, you know, <laughs> you know. I mean, I love, you know, my joking around about Diana Ross, but I'm saying the idea of putting out music. I'm so glad. I mean, I'm so glad they're back if they're right. good. Right. If they're not good, that's, then I'm like, that's why the are deal, you doing that's this? That's the real deal, T, because I feel like. 
I wanted Diana Ross to come back and she was going to have a new song. Be Diana Ross. I wanted it to feel big. Yeah. I don't, yeah, she may not. You so know I, I mean? always am like. Because after all of those years, and it's like the same thing with ABBA, right? After all of those years, I needed to feel that moment where I'm just like, ooh, where I'm just, I can't, like I've had moments when shit in here, I'm just, it's on repeat. It's just, I can't stop playing it. And I haven't done that with either. You're Diana's not going to, music. because they're, you're not going to. In the words of the great Johnny, late great Johnny Thunder, <laughs> you can't put your arms around a memory, right? You're not going That's to. True. It's, how, it's true. how often does a band Seriously, we, it would be good that we can move talking about the foodies. But how yeah. often does a band re, rekindle nostalgia and make it as like everybody's excited? The Fugees are getting back together and touring. Is anyone going to pay listen to a new Fugees record if it came out? Well, right. Well, and more importantly, is there is there a Fugees record? It's well, not. no. This right now is a no. Right now is a celebration of the anniversary of the score, which was. You know, it holds a special place in my heart because that is the first ever plaque I got from working any record. And I've been in the music industry for a couple of years. I finally, I wasn't an assistant anymore, you know, and I got a plaque from doing work on that record and that campaign. So it holds a special place in my heart. That being said, <laughs> I, you know, I'm always curious like you. Here's all the press and everything around it. I keep seeing pictures of them from back then. What does everybody yeah. look like now? What's it going to be now? Because I've, you know, listen, I've seen some of them individually. What's it going to be now? And listen, the, the tour they're going on, they're embarking on a real shit. They're playing, they're the- playing tonight. And this I, is Wednesday, the 22nd. Yeah. They're doing a secret show, yeah, which tonight, is not a secret. Tonight's the secret show where you can win tickets for. That's the Global Citizen that will air right. on Saturday. All right, let's take, bet. let's take bets as to when Lauren Hill shows up. Oh no, she'll show up because here's the tomorrow. Thing. Tomorrow, no, here's, here's what I believe. Oh, you mean Miss Hill? Yeah, oh, Miss Hill, Miss. Is it Miss or Miss? Miss. Miss. Oh, she's Miss. Miss. Because she was Miss. Uh, Miss Hill. Miss Hill. Bless her heart. And, and they all call her that every day. Everybody calls her Miss Hill, and which is quite interesting. I'm like, let me let. Okay, so uh, it's like I'm just like, all right, you're undertaking. You're going to go on this big tour. That's great. People love nostalgia. That's great. I think it's great for the culture that the Fujis want to come back. It needs to be excellent. It doesn't need to be any bullshit. I don't want, you know, Lauren's also going to have to miss Hill if you're selling tickets and it's a Fuji show and you're playing arenas. Don't think that people aren't going to want to hear one or two of your solo records up in there. You, and don't come in here and do some weird version of Killing Me Softly. And it's like selling I give it version. three. I give it three months. You give it three months. I'm trying to see if they make it through three shows. You said right. three months. Well, I'm, like, I'm saying, wait a, a minute. The tour wait a minute. Oh, the tour's only a month. No, then I give it three. I give it three shows. I give it month. three shows. I give it three shows. I give it three shows. Because they got back together in 2004. It was a disaster. They mm-hmm. didn't sell any tickets. They're like the Fleetwood Mac of hip hop, you know? Missing, um, they are playing the defense arena in Paris. That is where Milan Farmer just paid a beer. That place seats 40,000 people. Well, they might, they might do better in Europe. They might actually yeah. do better in Europe. They do. And they're, play, and they're probably and they're playing at two countries in Africa. They're playing Nigeria and Ghana, I believe. And they'll probably do great in Africa. Yeah, they'll do there because there's many, many Americans. Hey, listen, think- they'll sell out Newark. They're going to play the Prudential Center, right? They're, they're Jersey kids. Yeah. They, no, will, see, they will sell out. New right. Way. But I just think that the the she she I'm sorry, she's going to fuck up in terms of times. 
And I just think it also, I mean, look, what it just feels like such a money grab. I'm, I mean, come on. I mean, well, I know that they're working on all of this other stuff. I believe there's supposed to be like a documentary that they're working on about the, the score about the anniversary and all of that. So listen, no, I kind of think, think about it. She only made one record, right? So her money has really come from all of these years of being on the road and nobody's really being on the road. There comes a time when you need some coins. Yeah. Where your ass shows up on time because now you're playing arenas, so you're gonna get real coins. Well, I mean, you he show knows. up on time. Well, I mean, I mean, uh, why show up? Why bet? Well, no, he will because yeah. he's much no, more. No, so will she? Because I think if she's doing this, you like you said, everybody must be the financial part. Fi- financial parts when everybody's older versus younger makes you show up on time. Well, isn't Clef running for, is he running for president of Haiti again or uh, did he give up on uh, that shit? Right. right. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. I mean, look, I've seen <laughs> them. Remember, remember when he was greased up on the motorcycle like in yeah, no, Haiti? I was like, yeah, what no. is happening? I've, I've seen them. I've seen them twice. They are a great lot. No, have I seen them twice? I've seen them three times. Excuse mm. me. They are great. I, I, yeah, I mean, it's a, they are great. Listen, it, that's the one thing they can do. They can put on a live great. show. Yeah. They are great. So I just think that the egos and the time and the and the whatever. Yeah, three shows. I, okay, three shows. Three shows. Yeah, three shows. Three shows. Three shows. <laughs> three motherfucking right. shows. Three shows. Um, all right. What do you want to? What do you want to get into? When again, so, um, Rolling Stone does this fucking list, and we didn't talk about it last week when they did their top 500 songs, blah, blah, blah. It's the first time they revamped it since 2004. And this is all I'm going to say about the list. <laughs> In 2004, Martha Reeves and Evandela's Dancing on the Street was number 40. On the new revamp list, it's moved all the way up to 130. Now, here's my issue with that, if you're going to make a list. A song that can rank that high and fall that far down just shows me all of this shit is subjective. Who cares? Of it's a, yeah, of course it's, it's bullshit. It's like, I get it falling down the chart a little bit, moving up a little bit. But if it could rank as high as 40, there's no way it should go from 40 to 130. Well, but there's a reason. I mean, yes, obviously it's, it's, it's subjective. Part no of Madonna the- songs in the top 100? We're talking pop. Okay. Yeah, I mean, look, I have some object. I have some issues with. Um, there were a couple songs. I was surprised that "Love Will Tear Us Apart" again was so far up. I was surprised that the message was not in the top ten because that is a song that changed the culture. It really, it changed the culture. I'm surprised that "Satisfaction" went from top twenty to way up there again. But here's here's the thing. I, I mean, the, this is a, the, how they did it is they got together a bunch of writers and cultural critics of, and this time though, they did expand the, the you know, it wasn't just a boys club this time. So yeah. if two, and this is both a criticism and, and, a, and, and a good thing and a bad thing. If you're a 25 year old writer, um, you're good, your idea of what, Robin is going to be as, and I love Robin, and this is not a diss to Robin, but Robin made the top 20. Robin is going to be as important to you, if not more so, than dancing in the streets. Now, one of the advantages... Or Madonna. Right. Right. One of the advantages of being an old person is that I can remember dancing in the streets, and I do have a huge appreciation for it, and I can put it in the context. So 
that's what becomes weird. Is satisfaction any less an important and groundbreaking and, oh, my God, as soon as you hear that riff, you know what it is song? No. But now you're dealing with and Rolling Stone's need also to be relevant when it is no longer a relevant. Nobody cares about Rolling Stone. Right. Nobody cares about spin. Nobody cares about vibe. Nobody cares about the source. Nobody cares about any of these magazines. Right. You know, they just don't. And that's not saying they're bad. So it's a, it's subjective. And it, it's I think it's this need to make sure that everything is represented and what what makes you know it's sort of like Elvis was a hero to most, but he never meant shit to me. Well, he means shit to a lot of people, but he might not mean shit to other people. But how do you clock his importance? Right, right. That said, I mean maybe I still I, Aretha Franklin respect is the number one single. Yes, I don't think that's her best song. I never have thought that was no, her best. I don't song. think that's her best song either. Yeah, and I've <laughs> always wondered why that. That's the one they glom onto all the time. It's a great song. Don't take me. No, and it, no it's a one's great saying message. No one's saying it's not a great but song. Why? I always love Chain of Fools. I always love Chain of Fools much more in terms of the uh, an Aretha experience. But I mean, I just, could go through a whole list. I love Daydreaming, Rocksteady. Right, you right know. exactly. I, I never love. I think uh, to me, her best song. I never love the man the way I love the other man. man. Yeah, like that. Yeah. That. After nine albums at Columbia, yeah, no, that's a great song. Her first, that stamped her. Eye yeah, no, no, no. Ear, but it's know? just interesting yeah, that that yeah. becomes, you know, like, that becomes like. But you know, when you when start, I look at something like Kelly Clarkson's "Since You've Been Gone" being ranked higher than, which is an amazing song, it's a great and song, it's ranked higher than any Madonna song on the list at number. But that's 90. what I'm saying. This it's is like, what. This is when you get, yeah. you're getting a 25-year-old, a 30-year-old who's like, that's the first pop punk. Think about when's the last time Madonna had a hit record? 2005. They weren't born. Right. They weren't, or they were little They kids. were born, but they were kids. They were little kids. kids. So, I mean, this is a whole commentary on people. And I'm not saying that these are, I'm not putting down the writers. No, look at, at some of those names in there. Because some of those are some no, really they're amazing, bold, great writers. Real, yeah, real people. No, real people. These are, I'm not, but I'm saying, I think that there was this need to, it was, it, it was needed to make it less, you know, the old white boy club and like, you know, black music yeah, that white at, people. Yeah. But I think, you know, it's like they're trying to take it away from, but I will say this, and I, you know, I, I mean, come on, two Beyonce songs in the top fifty? Come on, only one should have been in there. Crazy, Let me just say this. crazy I, and love it, and I think ninety nine problems should have been in the top twenty. I think of things that are never there. I think something like Lolita Holloway's "Love Sensation," right? Because that song is still a classic, but so many other songs have sample of taking her vocal from that song right. that it's never acknowledged in the way it needs to be. Phyllis Hymas, you know how to love me. There's, so, you know, there's just things that I was looking at this list and I'm like, this is so subjective, but it's bullshit. But, but all things, but I mean, I know all things All are. things are subjective. I know, I this know, this I know. show is subjective. We no, are a show this based. Show, this, we are a show based in fact. No, we are facts as we see it. You know? and, and that is fact. <laughs> right. This is, this is but, a fact-based show. I mean, allegedly. we, you know, it's 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 subjective. It's meant mm -hmm. to be clickbait. It's meant to inspire conversation. I am just mm -hmm. surprised, though, 
that the message was as uh, I'm glad fight the power is number two. I'm, yeah. I'm surprised that the message was so far up because to me, the message is sort of like that one hip hop song where everybody can look. That was the moment when things change, but you know, it's something for, it's something for the kids to argue about. It's like anything else. It's like award shows. It's like, it's just something, a distraction from everything else. Um, and, you know, when you ask what would be our top 10, I mean, Jesus Christ, if we were up to me. I can't, yeah, I can't. Yeah, even. I mean, I was you trying know. to think about it because it's like, I don't believe in, in every time I think if somebody says, who are your top favorite artists? I'll name five. And they'll be like, oh, my God, I forgot this one. And that, yeah. it's hard for me to do that because I think that there's so much great music. Who's to say what's the best? Right. Well, What's yeah, the best for what mood for me? Right. Because there's sometimes where there's some artists and some people like I'll get into a mini Ripperton mood. And to me, there's no other voice. And right. her voice is just it's fully satisfying. And I'll be days of listening to her records. And then all of a sudden I'll slip into a Grace Jones mood and that puts me in another vibe. And then I'll go into a freestyle mood. And I, so, you know, it's hard because there's so there's just so much great music and you know, I guess these lists are fun because they get people talking. And that part I do like because it gets people talking about music to agree, disagree, argue about it. Talk about music. Let's all bring up what should have been there. What wasn't there? I, I love that it does spark that kind of right. conversation. But the only the only thing you can really say without without equivocation of what is the best is sports because someone wins and someone loses. So true. you can say the Chicago Bulls were the best, even if you hated them in the nineties, because they won. I can sit there, I can sit, I can sit there, I could sit there and, and do a five-hour speech of I was sleeping satellites by Tasman Archer is one of the greatest singles of all time. But oh that's God. my opinion. You know or what I mean? Tony so, Child, stop your fussing. You know, well, what I've mean? never heard that song, so I just you don't assume. Know, stop your okay. I'll send you that album. Yeah, She's, you don't know Tony Child. I know Tony Child. Okay. I just don't know I'll that. Say, that was that was like her one. It was kind of like a halfway. Hit. Or but you know what? What I'm saying is, is that. Oh yeah, I get it. Yeah. I yeah, get it. it's mm -hmm. got to be unless there's literally like a scorekeeper. <laughs> you know, it's like how are you going to say it's the best? It's like prove it. It's like well, I um, uh, you know, so we, yeah, we could go. Um, so, I know, basketball comes back next month. Let me just say this. And I'm just hoping now I'm going to even start rooting for the Nets. I need the Knicks and the Nets to do well because the Giants fucking suck again. The Jets fucking suck again. The Yankees suck and the Mets suck. Every team we have playing right now is playing like fucking shit in New York. It's like, what the fuck? What happened well, to New York sports? We're such a prideful sports town, but all of our teams are just like, fucking dicking around just it's, ugh, i'm so frustrated i need my knicks to i, I need them uh, to build on that spark from last season and not come with no bullshit i can't take no more bullshit with my sports teams every other city is like yay new york we're all fucking digging our heads in the sand it's like you all fucking fuck fuck Sorry, I didn't mean to get off track. I'm so upset. It's, okay. it's like everybody keeps it. It's okay. When I watched the Giants okay. beat themselves the other night, Miss Thing. You should have seen me in here. I was like hitting myself. <laughs> it was just. Okay. Do I have to do a wellness check? Yes, you do. Yes. And do I have the, to do a wellness check? And then the Jets lost on Sunday. You need to be calling being like, 
they just lost. I need you well, to knock on the door. Not for nothing, <laughs> but I think the Jets losing is like saying the sun is going to come up tomorrow. I mean, I don't even ask. But I always know. have hope, Miss Thing. No, I, I know. Listen, I, I, hello, we've been Nick fans. But I think there are just certain teams that saying, oh, those Detroit Lions, they lost. I mean, you know, I, uh, I think we can, you know, there are certain things. I, I just read it real fast. And then um, is there what else are we, um, is there anything else you wanted to? to mention while I'm looking at the um, anything else you want to mention because I uh, want to talk real fast about bitching the Rick James doc which I finally saw okay. have you seen it okay let me I'm so mad that I forgot so I've been watching other shit because I, I just finished today the Muhammad Ali Ken okay Burns, it's at, on is PBS it's, it's on, on PBS. PBS yeah and okay. all the episodes are there the fourth okay, part great. actually airs on TV tonight but all the episodes are online now. all right great I'll and check it for out for a man who has been <laughs> You know, there's been an Academy Award winning doc. There was an award winning HBO doc. There's been movie. You know, a Kim Burns piece just always comes in. Really, it's done really well. I learned more stuff oh, cool. that I didn't know. And it's. I think you'll really, really like it. No, I love it. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me about the Rick James doc because I was really excited about that. And now that that's back on my radar, I'm absolutely watching that this week. Well, I don't have Showtime. So when I was at my friend's house, she had Showtime. And, mm-hmm. and we all know a lot of the people involved. And it's Sasha Jenkins. Yeah. Uh you know, former writer, former editor of mine uh, has done this. Uh, you'll see our friends, Jason King talking right. in it, Harry Wanger, great people. It, it And I knew, you know, obviously I knew the backstory. We, yeah. uh, I knew his association with Neil Young and, and the stuff. But I got to say, this is just really well done. And and even if you know Rick James, you will be because the sad thing about Rick James is that everybody forgets how talented he was because of the way his life disintegrated and he became the butt of Dave Chappelle's jokes. Um, So everybody. But, you know, they go over the stuff with Prince, the rivalry with Prince. They go over they go over his upbringing. They focus a lot of about his work with Neil Young, him working with the band. I mean, just this, the depth. And I think it just reestablishes how good he was. And he was more than Super Freak. And Super Freak is a great song. If he had only been Super Freak. But it's a re- it's called Bitchin'. It's on Showtime. His music I'm is sh- I have a couple of his albums on vinyl. No, they're great. No, they're great. He was a musician. That no, man he was a, was and you dope. see that. And that's what I like about, you know, that's it's sort of... Um, akin to Amy, the Amy documentary in that it doesn't only, though the Rick James thing is a lot more tragic in terms of um, his life, but it, it, and his daughter's involved in the making. So it is a film that has the family working with him. It's just very, and there is a story about him and Lionel Richie in there that will make you pee in your pants <laughs> laughing. And that's all I will say. It, but it's a, it's really good. So it's on Showtime. I would assume it's going to go to streaming services soon enough, right? Those things usually shift from... Well, Showtime has their own, you know... Thing. Their, 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 um, I believe they have their on-demand and all of that stuff. So hopefully it'll get out there somewhere. But you know, those things are not too hard to find. Wink, wink. No, 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 exactly. <laughs> wink, wink. I'm just saying, I'm just, oh, I'm just saying, um, they are, if, you know, you can find Showtime. <laughs> find it. I actually went legit. It was right, weird. I was like, what am I doing? Because you're too really legit. Watching. Too, I, too legit, legit to quit. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. No, but anyway, it's a great, it's a great documentary. So I, I, I highly, highly, and I will check out the Ken Burns stuff. Um, because he always makes great documentaries and Muhammad Ali is like the best subject. Yeah, ever. listen, 
each episode is like two hours and I was compelled. And oh, cool. you know, the wives are in it and they speak. Oh, cool. We see oh, cool. the other daughters speak. It's not Layla's, the other, it's the other kids as well. And All so, right. yeah, it was, so it's like, yeah, Layla wasn't even in it. Do you she remember that see? one daughter? He had a daughter who was a rapper. She's on a Bobby Womack record. Oh, yeah. She's really good. She's on this one Bobby Womack record. That's a documentary. His I brother would love to see it. a Bobby Womack documentary. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That would be a great freaking story. I would like to see a Barry White documentary. Oh. There's a life and all the think about all the people he produced and the oh, stuff yeah, yeah. he did and he had a full moment, you know. He was the he man. doesn't get a hundred yeah, no, God. And then we could see what Lisa Stansfield looks like these days. Okay. Well, no. you know, we did she because she put, well, no, well, she put out a record a couple of years ago and we if she still performs around, we've seen oh, good. her. Yeah, yeah, we've seen she's her. She's great live. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, my yeah, yeah. god, she's so good. All right, anything else you want to mention? Mention yes, I would like to mention. You guys know what it is. You know where to find us, right? We're on the Pantheon Podcast Network. So you need to check us out there. Follow Pantheon Pods on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They're on IG. There's over 70 music shows. Every type of show you like, every type of music you like, there's a show. Lots of scripted shows, informational shows. There's a couple of free-form shows like us, but really it's a Really a form. Is that what we're calling ourselves now? We're freeform. Dirt. That we're sounds so much. Dirt. That sounds so much better than chaotic. You know, <laughs> hey, 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 and um, you know the deal. Follow us on Facebook, and I'm gonna let you finish. All one word. I'm gonna let you finish. Follow us on uh, IG, and I'm gonna let you finish. And why on Twitter? Finish Ima. You know, uh, I do on Twitch. Couple of times a week, I do a one hour. I'm gonna let you finish lunch mix, so you can follow me on Twitch TV. <gasps> and I eat lunch every. I eat lunch. I eat lunch every Port day. Monty from usually it's from one to two. Those are the hours I'm on there, and I do a little. I'm gonna let you finish hour long mix and just have some fun with us, well, guys. It's been over two years we're doing this show. We're really happy. We're glad you've been rocking with us. And um, I just want to say something yeah, real yeah, fast. Yeah, yeah. Next week, we are going to have our dear friend, Miles Marshall Lewis, who's going to talk about his new Kendrick Lamar book, which mm-hmm. I just got. And I got to say, not for nothing. Mm-hmm. It is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It is a gorgeous. Well, it's Miles. Book. You know, it's going to Miles. Well, Miles, Miles didn't design the no, book. No, no. But guess what? <laughs> but if it's a Miles book in his book, I, he was he was. No, no, no. Seriously, I, I just started making sure his it. book looked good. No, I just started reading it. But no, I was just shocked because I was yeah. just like, wow, because publishing, they're not putting a lot of money into publishing these days. Mm-hmm. So I was very happy. So real excited. Uh, Miles is going to speak to us uh, next week and we are on his official internet tour schedule so if you check out miles site we mm-hmm. are official so we are miles official. marshall lewis we're we ready for you official. baby my no, goodies we're, we're ex- my we're ex- goodies my we're, goodies not my goodies <laughs> yeah yeah i mean sorry work it got higher than satisfaction missy elliott miss miss thing super duper super duper super duper fly listen, is a better song listen, than work it. listen and work it is a great song it's but, great but the rain should have been the one. That's what I'm saying, super duper. Right. And more importantly, since you were gone is higher than like a prayer. Oh, no, 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 no. It's like, listen. You know, kids. People who do not like Madonna like like a prayer. You oh know, yeah, no, no, that's true. No, People it is who one can't of those. Stand yeah, her no, like, no, no. like a prayer. No, yeah, it's one of those. It's like if you don't like rock. You still love living on a prayer. 
You know what I mean? Well, no, I would, I would no, really, let me just uh, tell, no, yes, actually, if no, you like rock, no. you don't like living on a prayer. Right. But if you don't <laughs> like rock, oh, that is one mean. of those songs yeah, 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 I see what you that mean. people who will never listen to rock can sing the words to that fucking song. Black people, age, people who never listen to rock. That's so there's just certain shit where it's like, I get that certain things are a matter of taste, but some things have become a cultural thing. And literally, well, like and that's said, like a cultural thing. And it well, was almost yeah. from the beginning when it came out, it became, it's like Sweet Caroline. I don't give a fuck about that song. I do not understand why that is the Neil Diamond song that drives everybody, makes them go all sweet. I Caroline. can tell you why. It's a, because it's a, it's a good, because British people adapted it because it's a sweet, it's got a, it's got a we are sailing mm-hmm. kind of the Brits love that kind of stuff. A pint in the hand. So were they were the first ones. Sea to chan- adapt yeah, to they put, it's a sea chanty song. Mm. They love a sea chanty, the Brits. Mm. Uh, but anyway, yes. I'm more of a love on the rocks kind of queen, honey. I love love on the rocks. Love on the rocks, Neil Diamond, is my Ugh. shit. Miss Thing, you don't like love on the rocks? No, why are you love always, on the rocks? Why are you always surprised when I don't like the stuff? I don't Pour like. Pour me a drink, and I'll tell you some lies. I stopped Come listening on. to. I stopped listening to Neil Diamond after Solitary Man. <laughs> I respect him. I know that he's the Jewish Elvis, right? You know, go. <laughs> but yeah, I have no, I do not, ooh, I don't like that kind of stuff. I don't like schmaltz. I'm not a schmaltz I girl. See, I could do it all. I like everything. I do, yeah, I yeah, do. yeah. I, I, do like too. I just don't like Love on the Rocks, you know? I don't like Lana Everybody, Richie either. But, and on that Courtney, note, you're asking like you note, ju- have you met you, me? <laughs> on that note of this motherfucking miss motherfucking miss motherfucking right, respect. All right, all right. Oh. Everybody likes Lionel Richie. No. He's the most inoffensive person on the planet. How do you Which is like- why I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> you have you, my friend, have just figured out and why I don't like him. Insane. <laughs> we'll see you next week, kids. Bye. That's It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.